you must trust your animal instinct, Tiff. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Up podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and I just got back from the bat room. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Mike? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, we're finally up to ABC Season 2. How about that? We finally got there, and uh, today we're saying farewell to somebody, but it's not their last episode. It just we can't do it on their other two appearances that they got coming up. So we got a special guest with uh, guest with us today. Who is that, uh, Mike? We have a return guest. She's been in so many episodes already. We're so glad to have her back. Welcome back, Tiffany. Hi. <laughs> How are you What's doing? Going? Pretty good. All right. So, Tiff, I brought you on today. You already know why, but, you know, for the people tuning in, um, me and you are are Morgana fanboys, or for you, fangirl. (laughs) I like her, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We got to kill that perception that Mike hates Morgana. That is not true. I don't know why there's that perception. I don't like some of the episodes she's in, that's all. (laughs) He's just not as crazy about her as, as me and Tiff are. But, uh, yeah, I wanted Tiff on here so we could, like, kind of just talk about Morgana a little bit. And then, you know, Mike would jump in with us and talk a little bit about Saturday morning because I didn't experience this episode as a Saturday morning episode. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay, so, Tiff, what was the first episode you saw of Morgana? Um, I think it was Justice, Justice Ducks, I, mm-hmm. think, I think. I mean, I saw them all when they aired. Is that correct? Yeah, I I think that's the first time I saw her because I missed Fungus Among Us. Fungus Among Us came first on a Saturday morning. Is that right, Mike? Yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, see, I missed that one. So Mm -hmm. Justice Ducks popped on, Tiff. I I didn't know who she was, but I I liked her immediately. I think I, I don't know, maybe I didn't get to Saturday morning then and I was just watching them on the Disney afternoon and I didn't join Saturday morning until later. Because I'm pretty sure Justice, Justice Ducks was the first episode I saw her in. And yeah, same thing. It was confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because for me, it was weird seeing her as a good guy. And then uh, later on, she came back as the bad guy. Um, was it my Valentine Ghoul or? Ghoul of my dreams. Ghoul of my dreams. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of, I was thrown off guard. Like, okay, what just happened here? Wasn't she a good guy? Was she was one of the Justice Ducks? Uh, I was a little confused <laughs> by that. But I did like her... I don't really have a preference. Do you tip it as her as a villain or a good guy? Not really. I mean, I like her both. <laughs> I, I like her both, too. You know, to me, it's like I, I like the balance where she has two. I think it's only two episodes where she is the bad guy and then the rest she's good. Yeah, I don't like when they make her character, um, I don't know, kind of like she's not good at what she does. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> pathetic or something. But well, they don't always do that with her character no this episode i don't think they did they did kind of like over like voiced her but like her powers i don't think so yeah for sure mm-hmm. this is this one isn't really morgana's story unfortunately no 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 not at all but it, she's still fun in this episode um we can't say farewell to her in the next two because uh one of them is obviously hot spells which is the band episode and we got a lot to talk about on that one and then um what was the other episode mike Malice's restaurant. Yeah, we got to say goodbye to Naked Duck and the Muddlefoot there. So we can't say goodbye to her as well. It's just too much going on on that one. So, uh, oh, go ahead, Mike. You about to say something? No. Okay. Now, uh, Tiff, uh, how, did you, were you a fan of her lackeys? You know, uh, Eek and Squeak and Archie? Yeah, I love them. 
Yeah. <laughs> super, super adorable. I've always wondered which one was the one with the tongue out. Is that Squeak just by default? <laughs> I'm not sure. That's how I've always uh, classified them. Eek is the competent one and Squeak is the tired one. <laughs> <laughs> I think Archie is hilarious. <laughs> now, Tiff, you're an artist. You you have really great drawings. Um, do you like her design? Oh, yeah. I love her design. I was a huge fan. I mean, I'm a horror girl for sure. So I loved Elvira as a kid, and um, I loved, like, Morticia, and it's just, you know, along those same lines, except way more Disney-fied by giving her a red dress instead of a black dress. I think mm-hmm. that was nice. <laughs> okay. I, I've always liked her. She, she really came off to me as, like, the, the Adam family or the Munsters or um, uh, Frankenstein's, uh, the Bride of Frankenstein. Ain't that her yeah. name? Mm-hmm. Okay. Her hair. Yeah. Now, yeah. is she considered the monster bride of Frankenstein? Because ain't the ain't, ain't Frankenstein really considered he's uh called the monster? Well, or yeah, something? Frank, oh, Frankenstein's yeah. monster. Frankenstein, Frankenstein is monster. a scientist, obviously. Okay. Now, uh, oh, you know what? This is gonna be so off the wall. Going left here, Tiff. I'm gonna throw you off guard here. What's the name of that Tim Burton movie? Uh, that's a Disney one. It's a, like a animated. Uh, Freaking Weenie. Yeah. Did you, <laughs> did you like that one? Yeah. I, I loved the original short with Barrett Oliver in it too as a kid. I had it on VHS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So we'll, we'll talk some more about Morgana. Uh, Mike, go ahead and lead us in to Saturday morning because I know you've been, uh, you got mixed feelings about getting into this part of, the, uh, of our reviews on here. All right. So here we go. Uh, ABC. Uh, season two. Uh, this is a really interesting season of Darkwing Duck. Uh, a lot of ch- a lot has changed. Uh, we're not going to see Neg- uh, Quacker Jack, I mean Liquidator, or Bushroot ever again. Um, not much foul. <laughs> Honestly, we're going to see them once as a cameo. Uh, all the big animation studios that we got used to last season are gone. Disney Japan, Disney Australia, Kennedy, they're gone. We're not going to see them. Only Sun Wu and Han Ho Huang up. I'm pretty sure that's a budget thing. Um, also, all the good studios are working on Goof Troop and Bonkers right now, so they're not even available. Um, different writers. Uh, we got Dev Ross back, Jim Peterson, Rob Benke, and um, Rob, um, and John Humphreys are also going to do an episode as well. But um, a lot of the writers from the pre- previous season are also gone. I think a really big difference with this season compared to the other Darkwing Duck episodes is this season was the one where Tad and the writers had to take notes from the network. They didn't have to do that with the first ABC season because, as I explained way back when, ABC took episodes that were already in production under the stipulation that they can't give Tad notes, so they can't change anything. That was changed in this season. Now, ABC was calling the shots, probably as to what the content was, which characters appeared, which is probably why Quackerjack, Liquidator, and Bushroot don't show up, because they weren't in the ABC episodes, but Negaduck and Megavolt were. So they show up here. Also, we get the return of um, Splatter Phoenix and the Alien Hats, who were Saturday morning characters as well. So you can kind of see why certain villains are appearing as opposed to ones who aren't. Clearly, someone at ABC was saying, we want these guys back. They were in the other episodes. We want you to use them again. 
Because mm-hmm. I don't think they would avoid using Quacker Jack if they could have helped it. Like, mm-hmm. that makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Goslin appears in every episode. I'm pretty sure someone said she had to be there. Every episode had to have her in it. You know, the audience identification. You want the kids to have a character like her. So she's in all of them. And I think the main reason we've got so much Morgana is that Fungus Among Us was a Saturday morning episode. So mm-hmm. I think somebody must have said, you know, she was a great character. Bring her back. Because she didn't appear in too many episodes last season. Here we got her in three of them. Okay. But there's definitely a different feeling about these episodes. I think the visual creativity that was in that first season isn't there. I don't think the episodes are as fun as they were. And there's a visual stagnancy to them because we only have those two animation studios. And I have heard from writers that worked on this season that ABC stipulations did kind of handcuff them a bit. It, mm. it stopped them from doing things they otherwise would have done. So ABC does have a lot to do with how, why this season is the way it is. Now, my own personal anecdote is I went into this season really excited, um, expecting Quacker Jack, expecting Bushroot, hoping the good animation studios are coming back. The episode that we're talking about today aired, and I really felt let down. None of the supervillains mm. are in it. I just felt let down by it, and it's a weird feeling the whole season. It still feels new to me because I haven't seen these as many times as the original season. I I, even though they re-aired on the Disney afternoon about a year later, I didn't like them enough to watch them over and over, except for a couple of them. So going back to this one, especially on Disney Plus, where it looks really nice and pristine, it feels so new. I don't mm-hmm. have it memorized the way I do with the earlier episodes. Yeah, um, I agree. <laughs> but saying that, we haven't named it yet, have we? No, not yet. Go for it. So, so uh, Tiffany, uh, what is the name of this episode? Monsters are us. You, you know what's funny? It's the second episode title based on Toys R Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually think Toys R Us is way better. <laughs> it's, it's a more clever title. I didn't know what a czar was when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah me either. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tiff and uh, Mike, did y'all see these episodes on their original air date on a Saturday morning? I yeah, saw- sure did. Yeah, I saw this one when it came out. Oh, man, and, I was um, late. I was really late on this one. So that means what Will missed and what me and Tiffany would have seen is a different theme song sequence. This episode, like ABC Season 1, has a different, and all the other episodes in Season 2, I should say, had a new theme song. The song itself was the same. Some of the clips are the same. But a lot of them from the previous ABC season have been changed to episodes that are airing in this season. Mm -hmm. Uh, Specifically, the first four in production order, uh, Monsters Are Us, Inherit the Wimp, Starcross Circuits, and Revenge of the Return of the Brain Steezers 2. Clips from those four episodes are in this intro. Mm -hmm. But when the show, these episodes moved to the Disney afternoon, they replaced this intro with the standard one. And the new intro has never been seen since. It never made it to Disney Channel. It never made it to DVD. It isn't on Disney+. Plus. The only way to see it is if you taped the original airings or if someone taped it and put it up on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen like two or three different versions of uh, season two on uh, YouTube. We have one on our YouTube channel as well. We might post it again um, on our Facebook group so everybody who's curious can go see it. 
Mm-hmm. One thing I did notice, and Tiffany, tell me what you think of this. When they sing the line, somewhere, some villain schemes, they show a clip of Morgana. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. From Fungus Among Us, right? Well, that's at the beginning. They show, in that specific lyric, they show a clip of her from this episode. Oh, talking about oh, she, when the, at the... she's got her crazy powers, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's making imp- that tornado. <laughs> that implies that whoever put the clips together didn't know she wasn't a villain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode aired Saturday, September 12th, 1992. Um, followed by, I'll just point out, this is trivial, on the Saturday morning run of Goof Troop, followed Darkwing Duck the, next, the very next half hour. The story editor for this episode was Doug Langdale. The writer was Michael Muir. Uh, remember, he wrote uh, Bad Luck Duck. He wrote this one, and he'll also write um, Mutancy on the Bouncy, um, one I'm not all that thrilled with. Uh, so this is the second Darkwing <laughs> episode. Uh, animations by Sun Woo. And it's okay. It's not their best, but there are some moments I like. What do you guys think? Uh, there's a few things. Nothing really major. Uh, I do like... Darkwing as the oh man I'm gonna spoil it no nah, I'm not gonna say it uh but I do I do like the transitions though I really really like the transitions it's a huge Thank upgrade you. from what we've been seeing you know compared to the other season you want to mention a few of those uh, go for it uh or you want me to name it yeah go for it okay I, I like the blood transition um the knife I love uh, that the, one yeah the bat <laughs> I think there was one with a door. For some reason, I keep thinking like I saw a door shut and it, it was a transition. There's one that's similar to the blood, but it's black slime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. There were there were some good transitions on this one. I I really liked it. It seemed like like ABC was like put in the budget. Like, hey, we need. Uh, I don't know if the, they had plugins back then, but we do now. <laughs> that's what we call them plugins on on a transition. So I'm assuming they said, "Hey, upgrade those plugins." um i'll give credit to sun woo because that would have been something they had to do okay um and my i have a fun bit of animation i like i'll mention as we get into that um so yeah we're talking about monsters r us today um should we start talking about the plot let's get into it we got darkwing with goslin and lp and they're heading to the macabre mansion yep which is Go ahead, a little Tim. weird. It's a little weird because Darkwing's going to surprise Morgana with flowers, but he decided to bring Launchpad and Goslin with him. <laughs> yeah, this so is you... this is the first actual Morgana episode in which Launchpad and Goslin are in it together. Oh, hmm. she yeah. Fungus Among Us was just Launchpad. Ghoul of My Dreams was just Launchpad, and Valentine Ghoul was just Goslin. This is the first one where they're all three of them are in it. Oh man, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, good, good, good eye. I'm, well, I'm good okay. with trivia like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Darkwing. He's at the front door and he accidentally falls in, and they start playing like a game of peekaboo to find Morgana. They're opening doors. <laughs> Did anyone yeah. notice the headless horseman? Yeah. yeah. And uh, then that's in the the title too, the theme song. A, a whole bunch of scenes from this episode ended up in the titles, yeah. And then I think the clock, there's one door that's like floating clocks. I can't, I think that's either a reference to Alice in Wonderland or possibly the Haunted Mansion. And then Darkwing opens one door and goes, well, she's not in the bat room. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. that clock so had he, to be Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. 
took me a really long time to get that bathroom joke <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> so then they all fall into one room, which seems to be a portal all the way to Transylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they end when... up in the the, medi- the medieval castle of Transylvania. And the portal <laughs> kind of looks like Negaverse. <laughs> it did. It really did. Yeah. <laughs> so they turn the lights on and they are surrounded by monsters. Yeah. Did you notice when Morgana turned the lights on, what it lo- the light switch looked like? I think yeah. he like Darkwing lights a match actually. Yeah, uh, at first. Okay, but, but yeah, Morgana- when she. T- yeah, she turned on that switch. It looked like something like the where the electrical chair would be. Yeah. Oh, chair yeah, switch. yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> Duck as a series is nothing if not morbid. <laughs> um, so we get a whole bunch of brand new characters here. Um, obviously, they're Morgana's family. Um, we'll go down the list here of um, who these characters are and who's voicing them. Uh, so Cat Susie, obviously, she's Morgana. Uh, she's also Aunt Nasty who, um, you know, this older lady who she kind of gets off on trying to cook Darkwing throughout most of the episode. <laughs> uh, she's also a one-eyed lady with a very, like, very, like, thick, um, like, a Hungarian accent, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a name, though, but you can definitely tell it's Kath. Um, Jim Cummings has a few of the characters. There's a two-headed guy named Screamy and Mimi. Um, you know exactly that it's Jim because one head is Peter Laurie and one head is Woody Allen. And those are stock voices that Jim uses all the time for some of his <laughs> characters. Right, Tiff? Yeah. And uh, Jim is also globby. I think he's my favorite of all these characters. <laughs> he's just a big green blob who's just really jolly. And he's fun. I like I like globby. Yeah. And then Frank Welker is in this episode, too. He's the big, he's this big ogre guy who, another one who has no name, and he's a cat. Just a, a cat with a weird kind of piggish he's pug like nose. He's like a cat rat. A cat what? rat, yeah. Was the cat a reference to Alice in Wonderland, too? He kind of yeah. resembled him yeah. a little bit. Like the Cheshire, Cheshire cat, cat, doesn't he? Yep. Okay. Well, Darkwing okay. is like, Darkwing's like, be careful, Morgana, there's monsters. And she's like, no, this is my family. <laughs> the disrespect. Or, yeah, he says, uh, or, or Darkwing says something like, I have to protect you from these monstrosities. That's no way to talk about my family. Oh, just the way she says, my family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But LP's freaking out, Mike. He's like running away from everybody. He's like scared. You know how long Pat is. Everything scares him in. when it comes to this kind of stuff. He steps in globby. <laughs> Yeah, but Morgana's trying to get him to leave. She's trying to get Darkwing to leave and everything, but um, Darkwing reveals something to her family. They're dating. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't feeling that, though. They definitely ain't liking that one bit. He's a normal. They don't like normals. Yeah. But nobody hates normals as much as Morgana's dad. Oh, yeah. He comes down the stairs immediately when all this is happening. A Macabre. macabre. But it's not just that they're they hate them they're also scared because they run away from them <laughs> yeah so who's who's a molecular voice by uh mike liquidator himself jack angel yeah but he keeps calling darkwing a, a, a normie right or normal mm-hmm. yeah a normal yeah mm-hmm. and he feels darkwing's just not good enough for his baby well just... darkwing's not really acting nice enough to even vouch for himself. Darkwing's already in pure jerk mode in this episode. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Yep. <laughs> He's being pretty inappropriate around Morgana's father. Yeah, and he tries to turn Darkwing into a slug. He misses and turns something else into a walrus. Yeah, he <laughs> turns that, into that, <laughs> Every time I see a walrus, I think of the Beatles. I don't know why. <laughs> I am the walrus. <laughs> slug or walrus, choose your poison. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so, Mike, what happens after that? So there's a lot of talking. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of talking in this episode. This episode's wall-to-wall dialogue, um, which is going to be true for a lot of these ABC episodes that just don't have the budget for a lot of action scenes. A lot of talking, and that's pretty much what we get. One thing that does keep happening is that Morgana is really treated terribly by her father and her boyfriend. Every time she opens her mouth, they both tell her to be quiet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is that's I don't blame her for being in a really bad mood this entire episode. Yeah, so um, she's pleading with uh Darkwing and her dad, you know, and she she's pleading more with her dad to give Darkwing a chance, but he's more like I I, I got a plan to scare them off, you know, get get rid of them. So that they have them over for dinner. Mm-hmm. And um I like this scene because this is where the Sun Wu animation gets pretty fun with Darkwing's reactions to the food. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they they serve him pasta serpentina and Transylvania goulash, which it's just a common cartoon thing. Goulash sounds like ghoul. In every cartoon show with uh, spooks and monsters, somebody ser- gets served goulash. It's just a thing. And that happens here. They serve Darkwing uh, Transylvania goulash. Then they give him Phantom Fizz, which this is great. Like the animation's really funny here. He drinks it, he likes it, he smiles at the camera, and then he turns into a fireball. <laughs> That's yeah, he, great. Yeah, his fireball, he's he's bouncing around everywhere, goes through the roof, comes back, bouncing. It, it kind of reminded me of that McDonald's commercial with uh, Michael Jordan and uh, Larry Bird, <laughs> where they were playing basketball and they were calling their shots. They were going like off the rafter, off the bleachers, off the goal. You know, this, like, <laughs> this is the second time in this podcast you've referenced that commercial. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't even remember the first time I did it. I don't remember the episode, but we've talked about nothing but net before. Yeah, um, nothing but net. Darkwing, Darkwing does have a good line here. Um, Malaculo says that Morgana deserves happiness, and Darkwing goes, "She doesn't want happiness. She wants me." That didn't sound quite right. <laughs> so then, Malaculo's patience is done. He decides to show the normals what it's like to be a monster. Well, he says you wouldn't last five minutes as a monster. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sequence where they're transforming after he zaps them, I think, is pretty well done. Uh, especially where they're dropping into the spiral. They use that shot in the new theme song. Mm-hmm. And what I do like is they pick the one of my favorite pieces of Darkwing Duck music as a transformation's happening. Um, Tiffany, Will, do you remember this? This where It goes... And they play it really loud. It's like, it really works in this scene. You don't see the other two transform, but what does Darkwing transform into, Tiff? He turns into a werewolf, but a werewolf with a lion's tail for some reason. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's Darkwing's face, but he's all brown and fuzzy. He's a, he's a wolf. And Launchpad turns into a vampire bat. And my favorite out of the three of them is Goslin. Will, <laughs> what is Goslin? She turned into Frankenstein's monster. 
but it's a great design. Mm-hmm. It really is. She's got these giant five-fingered hands. Really, really great. Goslin is the one out of the three of them that I think <laughs> is really like creative, the monster she turns into. Because Darkwing just it's, it becomes all about just dog and wolf jokes with him. Mm-hmm. And Launchpad's just a bat. But Goslin's a monster, and that's really cool. She takes off her neck bolts and her head falls off. <laughs> yeah, and I think with the vampire or vampire bat launch pad that he that they had to maybe it was like because of the sensors or something, but the whole episode they're avoiding saying blood <laughs> or like yeah, blood. <laughs> but he's really craving it. He yeah. really wants to drink blood, and it like freaks him out that he wants it so badly. Yeah. It just like reminds me of um. Spider-Man, the Spider-Man cartoon in the 90s when they had Morbius and they couldn't say that he wanted blood so he had to say, I need plasma. (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny too when LP goes to, uh, I think Nasty's uh, mirror and he can't see his reflection. Was it Aunt Nasty's? I think it was that other woman with the one eye. Oh yeah, the the Cyclops one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Darkwing's fed up and decides, you know what, we're leaving. We're going to head to the village. Which is a big mistake. Mm-hmm. Very big mistake. <laughs> I do like the joke that Malaculo mentions. They're going to cross the line. And Morgan is like, you drew a line between the village and the castle. And he looks so ashamed of himself that he actually did something so childish. <laughs> I love Lucy style. <laughs> Goslin notices the line. And she's like, should we be crossing this line? And Darkwing's like, whatever. Unless so they he's go- like, says, that's just some weird old custom <laughs> yeah um so they go into the village and um who do they meet the villagers including the village leader who's played by jim in this really thick like scandinavian accent that mm-hmm. none of the other characters understand <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, to, oh go ahead to go ahead i was gonna say it's pretty heavy frankenstein reference with the villagers designs they um, also they all have pitchforks and uh, torches and stuff. And that's what I was like, about to say. They they came out with stereotypes with the pitchforks and the torches, you know. And <laughs> like having the um, the army character too. Yeah, he did not. St- oh my god, I'm so glad you caught that. I was gonna say that. I was like, how come that guy was dressed like a general or something? Like he it's he did like, not. <laughs> it's a specific Frankenstein reference. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> um. So Darkwing has an entrance. Um, a somewhat modified entrance, considering he isn't a duck anymore. Um, I am the terrier that yaps in the night. I am the schnauzer that digs up your petunias. I am dark wolf dog. Yeah, but that that didn't last long because uh, he plays a game of fetch. (laughs) Yeah, and it turns out these villagers are not scared of monsters. They know how to deal with them now, and they chase Mm. them back to the castle. Yeah, but God wants to f- kind of fight the monsters, uh, I mean, the villagers off, but that, that didn't go well at all either. Oh, I love this bit with Launchpad, and I know you guys think it's great, too. Launchpad decides to scare them, and he flies over. Blah, I'm a vampire <laughs> bat. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This episode has its moments. It's not a favorite of mine by a long shot, but it has its moments. Okay. Yeah, so the villagers they plan to destroy them once and for all. They're 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 done with the monsters. Right. And so Moloculo and Darkwing 
want to prove that their ways of fighting is better. Molecula wants to prove monsters and being spookies, you know, better. But Darkwing wants to use technology to prove that he can win. Um, basically, the two of them are just having a macho contest right now. Yeah, but, Morgana but Morgana has, has the best plan. <laughs> but they're not listening to her. <laughs> but she says a really good line and says, Father, if you blow up my boyfriend, I'll never talk to you again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but you know she she has the most common sense out of all three of them right now. If only they would listen to her. Yeah. All right. So where are we at now, Mike? So Malakulo's trying to create an army using spiders. Um, <laughs> what do they turn into first? Bunnies. I, bunnies, and then <laughs> then teddy bears, and then mean nasty shoes. <laughs> I like that line too. Yeah. Where he's like Morgana's like shoes. And he's like, well, they're mean, nasty shoes. <laughs> yeah, they and look like he, high top basketball shoes, man. And then he turns, them, he turns them into demon umbrellas, which I'm pretty sure, you know, um, they're called Casa Obakes. They're um, demon umbrellas from Japanese folklore. Um, they're actually a pretty big thing if you Google search it. It's just Google search demon umbrella. You'll get all this Japanese imagery from folklore. I'm pretty sure this is like a direct reference to that kind of thing mm -hmm. um the more you know <laughs> so demon umbrellas and darkwing's like gee you'll be protected if it rains <laughs> yeah but darkwing's plan is technology and combat strategy right glue bombs uh camouflage stuff like that yeah digging trenches which goslin's good at because you know it's funny the heights are reversed now launch pads the smallest and goslin's the biggest <laughs> <laughs> yeah but morgana's getting really upset that nobody's listening to her she's she's starting to hit her boiling point she's getting there and then the villagers show up they they don't just have old world weapons they have tanks they have fighter jets and I guess because ABC didn't want guns, they have lasers instead. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, nobody has shotguns. Nobody has pistols. You would have seen it at the beginning of the previous season, but I don't think we're going to see guns anymore on this show. Yeah. It seemed but, a little weird to me. Yeah. Um, now, bo both sides, Darkwing side and the, the monsters, they're getting their butts kicked, Mike. These villagers are waiting for them. Yeah. Like, you, you see a villager just leaning laying up against a um, a truck when they get close he pushes a button and a giant laser goes after them the neither the monsters or the darkwing side are they're not doing very good here <laughs> with the darkwing side it was a funny part where uh, i think goslin tried to throw the grenade and darkwing went to go fetch it yeah yep. <laughs> yeah the glue grenade he ends up getting glued to the ground so morgana's still trying to get them to listen to her she says, you know, why don't the normals and the monsters work together? But that's Darkwing's cue to have him and Malakula work together against the villagers. <laughs> uh, so they form, a, they form a truce. I do like this. They go, shake, woof, good boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, um, but Tiff, so, Morgana reached her bowling point now, though. Yeah, that's she, it. I've had it. She's done being told to be quiet. What does oh, she do? Yeah. Go ahead, she too. goes full on mega sorceress and flies <laughs> into the air <laughs> and makes like a giant hurricane and zaps both the normals and her family. And she ain't playing around. <laughs> and She's not she playing blows. around. <laughs> yeah. 
and then she gets all nice and floats down on a cloud. You don't does really want to hurt my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you Doesn't saying? Doesn't Malakula make a comment like you should have seen her when she got stood up for the prom? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Full carry mode. <laughs> so. Because nobody wants to get on Morgana's, Morgana's bad side now, um, <laughs> they all find a way to compromise. Yeah. So how do, how do they compromise, Mike? They open the castle to tourists, um, and they make a lot of money doing it. Yep. Which is we... again kind of Hotel Transylvania reminiscent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we get a final scene with Darkwing and Malakula, though. Yeah, Darkwing, you know, they agree that, you know, everything worked out okay. And Darkwing also says, you know, can you change me back? I can't go home looking like Winky the Wonder Dog, can I? <laughs> um, so Malakulo agrees to change him back. And what does he turn Darkwing into, Tiffany? Uh, umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> A Darkwing umbrella. <laughs> so... They're not he, they're not ending the episode on good terms, are they? Oh, no. no. <laughs> All right. So that's uh Monsters Are Us. Uh Tiff. Uh we me and Mike uh rated her a long, long time ago, but we rated her on Fungus Among Us. How would you rate her overall as a good guy, as a villain, at just in general, the whole package? Um hmm. I want to give her a five, but I think I'm going to have to do four and a half because of some of the, um, like what I was saying earlier about um, when they make her like more pathetic of a version of herself, mm -hmm. which isn't that great. So as a whole, like in the show, I'm going to have to do four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Um, I don't even remember my previous score of hers. I'm, I'm gonna stick with you right now, four and a half. So because we're so far into the into the show, uh, I really like her. Uh, I love like at first how she is a bad guy, and then I love how she has college debt. Uh, I love her lackeys with Eek, Squeak and Archie. I wish they were in this episode. Um, I, I, I love no room. Yeah, there, there was just so much going on and so many characters in this episode. But I do like how she's the one, you know, like with the uh what, what does she call it diplomacy in this episode and then like i love how like they show her like as a complete sorcerer for for once you know not like where she was you know constantly screwing up um i i i've always just loved morgana i always thought she was so fun what about the voice actress tiff yeah, I think she's great. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is back then, I didn't know who she was. I didn't know she was uh, Phil and Lil and Rugrats, and I didn't know she was Lola Bunny, you know? <laughs> Kath is amazing. She's such yeah. a good voice actress. Yeah. Is, is she voicing um, Lola the, in the new Space yeah, she, Jam? No, but she is coming back as Lil and Phil in the new Nicktoons, uh, the new Rugrats show. Whoa, okay. I didn't know they were doing that. It's, yeah. it's a CGI Rugrats show coming to Paramount+. Plus. Um, but she's not coming back as Lola. Okay. You know, yeah, Mike... Like a big name for that. <laughs> yeah, they replaced her with somebody else. All right, so, uh, Tiff, we're saying farewell to Morgana. Any last words you want to say? Even though we're going to see her two more times, but this is our last chance to really talk about her. Anything you want to say? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm definitely going to miss her. I, yeah. I, I did like that she got... 
um, to be in the title sequence. I was really happy about that as a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, she I guess she made it all the way to the end, right? <laughs> yeah, I just wish they had more stuff of her, you know, like merchandise besides the pin and the Funko meaning. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanted like an action figure as a kid, and they never did it. We almost got one. <laughs> yeah, that wave too, right? Of yeah, the I saw she's that. she's a fan favorite. She's like an she's an all time fan favorite to the extent that people were hoping she would have shown up in Ducktales, mm-hmm. and I'm like, really? That's oh not God. gonna happen. Um, that would be awesome. <laughs> but maybe in whatever Darkwing reboot we get, she'll come back. Yeah. Um, I do want to say we sk- skipped over the line in the episode, but it's like my favorite line in it is when um, Goslin's talking to giving Morgana advice and says, why don't you turn Darkwing into a water buffalo? <laughs> and she <laughs> says, no, I have to make him see the wisdom of diplomacy. And she's like, then turn him into a diplomatic water buffalo. <laughs> so great. That was a good one. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Um, well, I guess we're done discussing Morgana, but we do have to rate the episode. Okay, let's rate this episode. Mike, you start us off. All right. I, I'm i going to give this one a two and a half. That's average. Um, I feel like it's got some, got some good things about it. Some good voice actors are here. Some of the dialogue is fun. Um, but I feel like is too much dialogue. I feel like there could be more stuff going on. I'm also still <laughs> almost 30 years later, the stigma of this, they're not being like a super villain in this one. And just, I felt let down by it and I've never really gotten over it mm-hmm. in general. This isn't a favorite season of mine at all. And it's just, this one's okay. And it's not one I ever go back and rewatch. And I feel like even for Morgana, this isn't a great one for her because she's being so diminished by all the male characters in it, mm-hmm. constantly being told to be quiet. And like Darkwing and Morgana never really have a, a nice sweet moment together. It's like the toxicity of their relationship is really starting here where he's just a jerk. And she's so a- her first scene, she's already angry at him and he did nothing <laughs> wrong. He, he didn't he didn't mean to show up. But she's already telling him to get lost, and he's being a complete jerk to her family. And it's like all the sweetness in their relationship we were seeing in other episodes is kind mm-hmm. of going away in these later later Morgana shows. And I feel like it's not the best use of her, you know? They could have done better with her. And if they were going to use her three times, I wish they would have done more with her. Um, but two and a half isn't terrible. It's average. Um, how about you, Will? Uh, I like this episode a lot. Uh, pretty much more than you. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. I actually like it. I think a lot of the jokes are so funny, you know, with uh, Darkwing saying, uh, what, what did he say again about her happiness? Is, is she doesn't want something? happiness. She wants she me. She wants me. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, we skipped the part too uh, when um, Launchpad was drinking the ketchup. Oh my God. I thought that part was hilarious, man. <laughs> I don't know um, how much longer I can hold out without the real thing. <laughs> You know, so I really do enjoy this episode. You know, it does lack a super villain. I, I will give you that. Uh, I love the transitions in this, you know, and it's it's way different from the usual St. Canard, Darkwing episode, you know, superhero. Uh, seeing him fight with uh, uh, Malakilo the whole time, I thought was hilarious. I, I do enjoy it. I give it a three. How about you, Tiff? Um, yeah, I'm going to have to agree and give it a three because I think that 
there's definitely like some issues with it. Like what Will said, it's a little wordy. And um, it also, uh, I don't know, some of this, there's like problems with the story, I think. Like how they even get there, like the setup for the episode is a little awkward. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's, I love the Macabre family and it's their introduction and it's great. And I think, you know, I, I'm, I don't really like Morgana and Darkwing's toxic relationship, but at the same time, it's pretty cool to have that in like a cartoon and not just have it be like, yeah, I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you too. Yay. We're going to (laughs) skip off into the sunset. (laughs) Like it's pretty cool in a kid's cartoon to show like not Mm -hmm. a perfect relationship. (laughs) Speaking of their relationship, we didn't mention another scene where Darkwing's trying to rub his relationship in Malakulo's face. (laughs) And he says, tell him about the little nips you left on my neck. (laughs) You neck with my daughter? (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was saying. He was being inappropriate in front of her dad. Not cool. I think I didn't catch that as a kid, but now it's like... Yeah, now you get it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but, yeah, man. I I think it's it's there's a lot of funny moments in it. I think the animation's pretty good too. It could okay. have been a little. Um, I think Fungus Among Us definitely had way better like spooky vibe and knew what it yeah. was doing a lot more. But I agree with and, you on that. Yeah. And, and that's the kind of thing we're not going to see anymore. You know, mm-hmm. the the visual visual creativity isn't there the way it used to be. Um, that's you know that's a shame, but it's something we have to get used to. Yeah. Okay, but that's not bad though. Two threes and a two point five. That's not bad. That's not bad. No. Okay, not bad at all. All right. So last thing we need to do before we move on and wrap this episode up, Mike, are we gonna rate uh, Maloculum? Well, might as well. He isn't a villain, but he is a new character, so we could rate him. All right. A little bit of a foil for Dark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tiff, you go first. Mm, I actually really like him. I think it's hilarious their relationship and. Mm the whole relationship with Morgana. So I think I'm going to give him a four and a half. Oh, ooh, hey. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike. I'm going to give him a three. Um, three? He's fun. Uh, I love the voice. Jack Angel has a good job with the voice. Mm-hmm. The design is cool. And I love that he adds a little bit of conflict with Darkwing and Morgana's relationship. Um, he's cool. I, I wouldn't want to see him all the time. Mm-hmm. Only see him one more time. I like other characters in the family more than him. I prefer Globby and Aunt Nasty, but he's he's cool. I like him. Three. You love Globby. You, you love Globby. I do Globby. like Globby. <laughs> Globby's just fun. Mike love that Globby. <laughs> and no, I like no. it. I like Aunt Nasty. She just keeps trying to cook Darkwing. Oh yeah, oh, I was man. gonna say Aunt Nasty now. Reminds me of um, I don't know if anyone watches Steven Universe, but it, it totally reminds me of the um, corrupted gem like at the beginning of the show. Uh, no, never seen it. Um, if you yeah, guys it's very heard, similar. If you guys could have heard uh, our little pre-talk before we started recording, Mike mentioned Globby uh, back then too, so he he loves Globby. <laughs> Globby's fun. <laughs> he is. All right, I, I'm gonna uh, give him a. I'm gonna go three and a half. I like Malakulu. I, I really like him a lot. And, and he works with Darkwing. Even though they're both on the same side, it, it kind of reminds me of that, like, uh, like the two brothers who don't get along type thing, you know? And, and they both got the same goal. It, it, I, I don't know. The closest thing I could think of right now off the top of my head is uh, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. They both had the same goal, but they were so different. So You know, 
I, I like that they both love Morgana. They both want what's best for her, but they're both chauvinistic jerks, <laughs> and they don't and they don't realize how much they really have in common. Yeah, his character really works for Darkwing. It really works, you know, because it's like he's pushing his buttons. Um, yeah. So, oh, go ahead, Tip. I was just gonna say, like, I forgot to mention his when you said his um his design was really nice. It kind of is pretty reminiscent of um the Hatbox Ghost from Haunted Mansion too. Yes, oh, I see yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I like the big red eye. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that wraps up Monsters Are Us. Mike, what we got coming up next? All right, so next week we have the episode Inherit, Inherit the Wimp. Uh, that's the one where Gosling goes back in time and brings back three of Darkwing's ancestors. We find out they're big, gigantic losers. Um, but <laughs> we get Megavolt back. Uh, we also get the Time Top, but no Quacker Jack. That's weird. It's really weird. I think it's I think it's the moment I think it's the moment where I was like, "What? We're not getting Quacker Jack back?" Well, you know, I'll vent about that next week. I'm sure will. I'm sure you will too, Will. Why um, didn't they just have the um the golf cart? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> they left that they left that back in the Middle Ages. Oh. <laughs> um. So inherit the inherit the wimp is next week. Mm-hmm. It'll be nice to see Megavolt again. That's for sure, at least. The very least, Megavolt's back. Okay. And that's it. Um, yeah. All right. So pe- for the people tuning in the first time, Mike, where can they find us? We are on all podcast apps, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Pocket Cast, Radio Public. And you can also find us on YouTube. If you do some searching around, you can find that. ABC season two um, opening theme song. We have that up there somewhere. You have to go back a bit, but it is there. So if you mm-hmm. want to see what it looked like, go check out our YouTube page. Okay. All right. Um, I got one shout out today, Mike, and I'm giving a shout out to this l- lovely lady named Tiffany Silver Braun. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Make sure y'all check out some of her fan art. It is so amazing. Uh, she actually, Mike, uh, she did some um, artwork for a couple of cosplayers that I know that requested it that are overseas, they all, oh, yeah? yeah, she did like, like a cartoon version of them in their cosplay uh, photos nice. and they all loved it. They were like, Oh my God, whoever she Aww. is, will she can draw amazing. <laughs> yeah. You're a really good artist. Tiffany. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and if anybody is a newer listener and wants to hear more of the episodes, Tiffany was on, she was on two previous Morgana shows, Valentine Ghoul and Dead Duck. Uh, we also had her talk about um, her Disney Afternoon memories a few months ago. And mm-hmm. she was on Merchant of Menace. So if you enjoyed Tiffany tonight, she has five other appearances with the show. So go ahead, binge them. They're fun. I, we had fun having her on, and we had fun having you on tonight, Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Thank Yay. you once again. <laughs> yeah. And my favorite Anytime. drawing that she has that's non Darkwing was uh the one that she did with those dolls, Mike. Did you ever see that one? Yes. That is really Oh cool. man, that was so awesome. Thank man. you. I'm gonna do a sequel to that and it's gonna be all ventriloquist dummies. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> I, I also think Tiffany's art is a part of the reason me and Will are obsessed with Morgana's feet. <laughs> <laughs> It's the first time we've ever seen it. <laughs> uh, in, a, in a healthy way, not in a weird way, but we never do see her feet on the show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One last shout out real quick to Dev Ross. Thank you for creating her, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for creating Thanks, Morgana. Dev. We love her, man, so much. 
All right, so that wraps up Monsters R Us, and tune in to next week. Uh, stay dangerous. Good night, everybody. Bye. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs>